Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag BYU. Happy with the win. It's pleased with the leadership on this team. So I told the guys I was going to let loose and have fun tonight. And I wanted to see them. I mean, all the coaching took place already. So I wanted to see them lead and, and take over this game. And they did. It was an awesome sight to see as a head coach. And there's some things that we can get better and do and improve on. But I love the fact that we had a lot of players get in the game. And, and uh, against a good physical team like Navy, I, I felt like we challenged our team to be physical. And so I, I'm glad that it showed up. And you know, I think Navy will do some good things this year. But our guys, they played out of their minds tonight and and, um, it was just a great sight to see for a head coach. Kalani Sataki after BYU just completely dominated Navy. They blow out the midshipmen 55-3 and PK what he said in there will uh, determine uh, in part how we look at this going forward. I mean in the moment it was awesome. He expects Navy to do some good things this year. Last year they were an 11 win team Two years ago, they were a three-win team. It'll be interesting to see what kind of team they turn out to be after that uh, after that annihilation. So you're taking away from BYU's win if Navy isn't as good? Is that no. what you're saying? Is that your point? Well, I guess if there are three wins, yeah, that would take some of the luster off it. I mean, you get what you get on TV. People sitting there watching on TV are like, whoa, that is a beating. If they were to... Uh, win the conference, that win would look even better. I mean, by the time it was 14 nothing, Reese Davis was already looking at the schedule wondering who might beat them, if anyone was going to beat them. Right. This is about BYU. This isn't about Navy, man. Navy's going to do what they do. BYU has no control over what Navy does. BYU can only control what they did, and they won 55-3. to I don't want to hear that Navy isn't any good. Who cares? We're talking about BYU. They just won a game by 50... Two points. Nice. That's some NAU Good math right math. there. <laughs> Who cares about Navy, whether they're good or not? Look at you. Channel 2 raining on BYU's parade. Navy's no good. So what? This is about BYU celebrating their win. We're dancing, man. And you want to bring an end to the music. And it's 7.04 in the morning on a windy morning. You blowhard, you. Nice. Well done. <laughs> 301 yards. I think if there's one thing you can take away for sure, it's what we were talking about late in yesterday's show when NFL scouts say BYU could have four guys drafted. That offensive line. Only four? (laughs) Only four. Make it a clean sweep. All five. (laughs) And eight guys start last year. That came up a couple times. Tyler Algier led the way with 132 yards, but Lapini Catella averaged eight yards a carry behind that O-line too. Ten carries for 80 yards. 301 is a massive number. Absolutely, man. The, the, I thought both lines dominated. Oh, yeah, the uh, D-line did, too. Offensive and defensive, yeah. yeah I mean, Navy, I, Navy ran for three yards a carry. No no complaints there. I was just surprised they were able to curtail that quarterback. He's got cannon for an arm. <laughs> you were Maybe it's his other that. arm. It certainly wasn't his right arm. <laughs> By halftime, they changed quarterbacks. Third quarter, let's try something different. But it didn't matter because the line of scrimmage belonged to the Cougars. Yeah, I mean, this type of effort, man. They Sit down. They could have beaten anybody last night the way they played. I like the people who were tweeting about Bring on Bama. That was good. Found the Bring on Bama gifts there. Put them out there. 
Clemson was tweeting, we want BYU. More of your reaction to the Cougars' big win. Coming up next, David Nixon, former Cougar, is going to join us at 8 o'clock. He ought to be in a good mood. Ross Dellinger, national college football writer for Sports Illustrated at 9.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Hashtag college football. Oregon star left tackle Penny Sewell announced he is opting out of the upcoming season, whatever that ends up looking like, if it happens at all for Oregon. He's out, the former Desert Hills high school star, top five draft prospect by a lot of scouting services. Uh, ESPN has him as number two. PK, this isn't surprising. We've seen some others play, other players do this, and he has got the NFL's full attention. So why wait around to find out whatever it is that might be done by the Pac-12 at some point? Well, Pac-12's old news, man. They don't want to play, don't play. Who cares about them? But yeah, I, I mean, this is a no-brainer. I think you might see kids... Since they got this rule, you got to be uh, three years since you graduated high school so you can redshirt. But if you don't redshirt, why even bother to play that last season? When you're this highly rated and you've been assured of being a first-round pick and a top-five pick now for over 12 months, why bother playing college? There's too much money at stake. Train, keep yourself healthy, work on your specific things that are going to get your skills improve that you need at the pro level so to me an absolute no-brainer under these circumstances yes but I'm wondering if they go forward and do it even if there was a traditional fall season when you're this type of pro prospect something to consider I think it is something to consider you know as a left tackle the last thing he needs you imagine some other players getting tangled up and rolling up on the yeah, back of his I mean, legs? That, that's what usually happens with offensive linemen. Yeah. If somebody rolls up on him and he never even sees it, see it coming because he's blocking, he's engaged with someone, and some other buddy gets their butt blocked and they fall and roll on him or whatnot. Next thing you know, knee, ankle, who knows? Sure, there's just too much money at stake here for these guys, man. And if you get hurt, no one else is going to give you their, their money. Well, Phil Knight will probably give it to you. That's how you got there in the first place, I guess. But, you know, you have to look out for yourself and your own financial deal. M- Money's not everything. It's only 99%. Oklahoma State's game against Tulsa has been delayed a week. Tulsa hasn't been able to practice. They've had an outbreak on their team. Uh, there's four games that have been delayed, SMU, TCU, with uh, SMU not having enough guys to meet the mandatory minimums. you got to have 53 guys. The Big 12 is set numbers and put them out there. You also have to have specific numbers by position group, and they're not meeting those either. Uh, So one game in, we have the first coaching casualty of the year. That didn't take long. Jay Hobson, Southern Miss, mutually agreed to part ways after South Alabama beat Southern Miss 32-21. That's a weird well, I, deal. Yeah, that's that's crazy after one. I think we'd, we'd have another one here real soon. I don't see Kalani Sataki long for BYU. I'm figuring SC comes and gets him now. I thought you were going to say the NFL. Does he want the NFL? I don't know if you can get away with dancing if you're in the NFL. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I wanted to know, is it real what they say about Belichick? You know, is it is, is it going to be too, you know, I didn't know. And I think 
it's honestly been a match made in heaven for me just knowing that, you know, I'm at a place where everything is pulling in the same direction and everything is geared towards winning. A match made in heaven. The bar is being set, PK. I feel 12-4 and four coming on. All you gamblers take New England every week, all you fantasy football players, draft Cam Newton and every Patriots skill player you can get your hands on. Well, you people believe a lot of that stuff, you know, when you find your eternal companion, match made in heaven, right? So I'll just let you two handle this. You both can relate to it. Yak is nowhere near the microphone. He is shaking his head. Not touching this one. Why not? All of a sudden you're running from your beliefs? Yak, come on, man. I never knew you. If Cam Newton in New England was a match made in heaven, then Marcus Mariota and the Raiders was a match made where? Where, Raider fan? Down south. Way, way down south. Marcus Mariota goes on injured reserve. Uh, Undisclosed officially. Reports say it appears to be a pectoral injury. Under the NFL's COVID-19 rules, they've, they've tweaked some of the rules now. He could return to the roster in three weeks. So, not quite as big a deal as it used to be under the old rules, where you'd be out half a season. Adrian Peterson, one-year deal with the Detroit Lions. Washington let him go. Detroit scoops him up. Daryl Bevel, offensive coordinator with the Lions, uh, was with him for four years in Minnesota. So you got a link there. Let's see if they can get another uh, another year out of Adrian Peterson. He's 35 now. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Murray drives right down the right alley. Attacks on Leonard. Oh! Rejected at the rim. The two-time defensive player of the year says, do not come in here. Kawhi Leonard sends it back on Jamal Murray. He gave him the middle finger, PK. The one-finger block. Tried to get three fingers on there, but at the end, he was just able to deflect it with that one finger. And the Clippers win the game. Great fourth quarter for the Clippers. A 12-2 run, 29-19 in the quarter. They come from behind and win 113-107. They're up two games to one. And Paul George, 12 of 18 shooting, 32 points. Playoff P having a game. Oh, yeah, he really did. You know, I didn't watch a whole lot of that game because of BYU, but obviously you could tell by the end of the first quarter, wow, this game is over for the Cougars, just how bad they're going to do it. And what's the margin going to be? So I flipped over a little bit more. And and Paul George plays like that. He's awesome, you know, because he's so long. He's so athletic. He can do so many things. If he's hitting shots, man, that just makes the Clippers that much tougher, obviously. You know, he talked about his mental health earlier when they were – in that situation in, in, in uh, the Disney property and all that stuff. I don't know what's going on, if that improved or whatnot, but nevertheless, you know, you hope for the best there. But clearly his play was just sensational, and they've got so many weapons. They're, they're not a perfect team by any stretch, but when they got that many guys playing that well, you really don't get a, that big of a game from Kawhi because he doesn't need it. And he's just uh, sort of going along with what's available there, and the whole idea... You know, especially for him now at this point, it's just to win and continue to pile up as many titles as you can get. And hey, I got to give Denver credit, though, man. They, they played very well. They just got beat a little bit. I mean, the Clippers were just a little bit better. But Denver, I thought that they they I admire the way they play. I, I actually enjoy watching Denver play. Obviously, we watched them play all seven games here in the last couple of weeks. 
but I, I think they're a fun team to watch play. But the Clippers, just a little bit better, you know. I think they'll win the series. So I've got to give Denver credit for competing at a very, very high level. Give playoff piece some credit for the defense. When uh, he was guarding Jamal Murray, Murray was one for six. And Murray oh, yeah, ended up you, five of 17. You've got that kind of agility and athletic ability and length. And desire. You can see why. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. They can be a really, really good defensive team. And the Jazz, they don't have somebody like a Paul George that can go and guard somebody. And I don't know that many teams do, for that matter. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, there aren't a lot of Paul Georges running around. And it's one of the reasons Kawhi Leonard said, if you can get Paul George, I'll come. That's what he told the Clippers. And I think as far as watching Denver and enjoying them, didn't we both come away thinking Jokic and Murray are really good and those guys can put on a show. Jokic threw a couple of passes, probably threw more than a couple, but like you, I was in and out of the game. He threw a no-look pass. He was kind of double-teamed at the free-throw line. He looked at the yeah. corner and the defender goes and he just zips it underneath for a layup. And the defender just like looks at a teammate or his bench where it kind of looks back and just shakes his head like, what am I supposed to do about that? It was two on one. I had to pick a guy. I took away the three. Yeah, but it was a great pass. That, uh, he also threw a baseball a pass. It was on the money. Yeah. 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 Obviously, he must have known. That must have been a play because it looked like he didn't even look up. Mm-hmm. It looked like he got the board and just immediately went into a throwing motion. It's not like he looked to, uh, you know, who's my outlet guy on the sides. He heard something. in the middle in the yeah. backcourt. Yeah, he knew that was a Murray, that he was that he was going deep, so to speak. And so, yeah, he did put He's a marvelous player. And he looks like some of these shots that uh, just like, what's going on? But he's not off balance, man. For as big as he is, he's able to maintain his balance and looks so smooth. He had 32 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. He did have 7 turnovers. So there was that. So Denver's down 2 games to 1. Boston is now up. 3-2 in their series. They beat Toronto, and that game was a blowout. I, didn't even, I saw the score. I didn't even feel compelled to turn over to it, PK. It was just so lopsided. They were up big in that yeah. one. I watched it early, uh, and they, they pulled away early. Yeah, 111-89. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're better than Toronto. I think Toronto's run uh, is coming to an end here. Tatum, Walker, and Brown, all, uh, all scoring it. They all had... But 65 points combined, all about 20. Today, Heat and Bucks. Miami will try to finish the series again. They're up 3-1. to one. The game's at 4-30. We don't know if Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to play. He's listed as questionable. With a sprained right ankle, he's been seen in the boot since the end of the last game. We'll see how that plays out. Lakers and Rockets, 7 o'clock. That series tied a game apiece. Both those games are on TNT today. I guess the Lakers-Rockets, it'll just see if Westbrook can make shots when the Lakers leave them wide open because it's pretty clear what's going to happen there. Uh, Yeah, and I think on the flip side are the Lakers going to make shots too. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. 0-2. Line drive. Got a chance. It's a base hit down the right field line. Could be extra bases. Here comes Garcia. Here comes Mateo. So fast. Huffy will bring him home. They'll never get him. They'll never get him. The throw. The slide. Save at home plate. The Padres have defeated the Colorado Rockies. one nothing on a walk-off in the ninth inning. And the Padres pick up the victory. I was watching the Padre TV broadcast on uh, MLB Network. I thought of you, PK. As soon as then, I thought, 
Man, PK's going to be disappointed I didn't listen to the Colorado broadcast over on AT&T so I could hear the announcers crying wine. <laughs> I literally thought that's in there the chair. Well, it's always it's this tricky thing, you know, because you want to want to watch your guys as a Padre guy, you, but then you want to hear the other guys cry. And, and I, I would think Colorado now to the point realize, yeah, you're probably not going anywhere again. I think we've got the two teams, and there could be three coming out of the division, but uh, with the first and second place teams, I think there's just clear separation now. There's two teams that are really good, and the other three aren't as good. Although the Giants are better than expected. I've got to give them credit. I think that, I don't think they were expecting a lot, but they're, I think they're right at 500. They are hovering around a playoff berth. It could, it could happen. It could also get away from them. You know, we yeah. just have to see how that works out. Right now, they are at exactly 500. Yeah, I think they're like 21-21. Which, yeah, they are. They're 21 and 21, and right now that ties them for the 7 and 8 spot with the Marlins, who are 18 and 18. And the Rockies are a half game back. So, now if you get in as 8, you get the Dodgers right away, so good luck with that. But better to be in than not in, I guess. Yeah, if you don't want to get in the lottery. Uh, the Padres did leave Eric Hosmer, who fractured his left index finger. They lost their first baseman while he was a- attempting to bunt. Bunt? Bunt? In 2020, who's bunting? Eric Hosmer. Uh, he's out two to six weeks with the injury. That's kind of a wide <laughs> widespread. Two weeks, he's back, and he's got some time to play before the postseason. Six weeks, they need to win playoff series. At least one. Maybe he could play in the second round. That is a wide range, and he's a player for them, so that's a mm-hmm. blow. Yep. Uh, the Giants we were just talking about, they got back to 500 by beating Arizona 4-2. to two. The pitching staff combining the three hit the Diamondbacks. In the American League, what has happened to the New York Yankees? A 10-run sixth inning, and they get beat in Buffalo by Toronto. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting used to that the, the, with the freeway right beyond left field. I don't know. There's something about that. Cracks well. me up. But uh, they, they've now gone, uh, they've lost 14 out of 19. The Yankees are tumbling. They're 21 and 20. I mean, they're still in the playoffs right now, but they're not far away from missing them. I mean, Boone is just lucky that Billy Martin is dead. Or he'd be back coaching the yeah. team? Yeah. I just hired Man, Billy Martin for the third time. Oh, my gosh. What a be It would be like for the 40th time. Yeah, yeah. probably. All right, Seattle's got a six-game winning streak. Yak, you like that? I don't understand why you root for the Niners and and, and the Mariners. It's a problem, but yeah, right. they're climbing up the playoff standings. So not yet, but they're closing in on the Yankees. They're not there yet. Three games out, two games two. out. Two. Be back. All I'll right, take D- it. DJ and PK. DJ to finish it off, Bill. And here we go, up the hill for birdie, and this to post 21 under par. Shadow is right over the hole. Putt to the cup and drops it in. Little fist bump, birdie at the last for Dustin Johnson, and he is the winner of the 2020 Tour Championship, and with it captures the PGA Tour's ultimate prize, the FedEx Cup. Dustin Johnson is finally the golfer you thought he was going to be, PK. Not just crushing those 300-plus yard drives, which are just majestic and awesome, and but now he's starting to make 30-foot putts like it's not a big deal. And when you can do those two things, what's going to stop you? Well, I think in golf, you have to have everything. You have to have in between. You have to have the bookends. 
but you have to have it all. And he's a supreme talent, and he has it all, and he's got it going on right now. He is, I don't know what the rankings say, but in my mind, he's the number one player. That doesn't mean you're going to win everything. It doesn't work that way in golf. But he's the number one player, and he's playing very well. He got that $15 million check. And uh, now we gear up. What do we, uh, is it uh, next week? So we're basically two weeks, a little less than two weeks away from the U.S. Open. Is that where we're going? Is it two weeks or three weeks? I think it's two weeks, right? I think you're right, but I'll have to check. Yeah. There's nothing normal about this year. I'm taking nothing for granted. Three-stroke win for him. He was uh, 21 under. Tony Finau was four strokes back. He finished uh, sixth place, 17 or excuse me, 17th place, 600. Got that backwards. 17th place, 600. All right. DJ wins again. That is what is trending. Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener in Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, BYU, 55-3. Total annihilation. Your reaction to that butt weapon on the way. Next. Hit us up, grab the phone, use the open mic, send us your take. We will get to that next. We're on Facebook, DJ and PK, and on Twitter at David DJ James. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.